0: Yeah. Yeah. Don't think it just bust a move. This joint is gonna get you in the mood. Alright. The koi pond. The koi pond followed right after Corolla just did his pod. And it's so funny when they leave. I mean it's pure chaos. Yeah. It's like it's like the end of New Year's Eve. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like the party, like they did the countdown already. Yeah, everyone's sloppy. Everyone's sloppy, drunk, a guys. A little angry. The guys that aren't getting laid are like molesting their friends. Yep, yep, you know what yep, I mean? Yep. Like yep. their guy friends. It just ties around their head. Yes,
1: unnecessary rage. Un- yeah,
0: unnecessary There's there a couple dudes I want to fight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's one girl that's calling the other girl a bitch.
1: You're a bitch. You're a bitch. <laughs> You're a bitch. You're, totally. a bitch.
0: You're a bitch. You're a bitch. <laughs> You're a bitch. You're a bitch. <laughs> Hi Joe. Hi, but that's what's going on as they're yeah. filing out of here. They yeah. can't just they can't just walk out nicely. No, yeah. never. Adam Adam's, orderly fashion. Adam's yeah. on. Yes. Adam is the leader. <laughs> you know what Adam is? Adam's like you ever see like the the black marching band? Oh yeah, you know, and the, everyone and sure. everyone's everyone's killing every and instrument. The Grand Marshal. But the guy with the stick. Grand Marshal. He's doing the splits. He's yes. doing the James Brown splits. Coming back up. He doesn't even know how to play an instrument. <laughs> But he's tearing that fucking band up.
1: Yeah, he's he's the band's hype man. He's the hype man. Yeah, that's the original hype man, Adam Carolla. Adam Carolla. I think Adam Carolla
0: went to like a black
1: college. Oh, that's well, he didn't go to college. But if he would have,
0: he would have been that guy. Yeah, he would have been the guy with the baton. Yeah. leading it. the leading the trumpet players. Yes, and the drum line. Drum line. Oh
1: God, how sexy is a good drum
0: line? With Adam leading it? <laughs> yes. Hands down, the best drum line you'll ever see. Listen, uh, he's I like still. Nick ta- Cage. Uh, Nick, uh, Nick, I, Nick Cannon. Yeah, Nick Cannon. No, I, like Nick Cannon. I would prefer Nick Cage. Yeah, Nick, Nick Cage. Cage. Imagine Nick Cage. Yeah. I don't Posting even know how to How does Nick Cage talk oh, to That's uh, my Nick Cage. Uh. Oh. Ugh. Ugh. Play those drums. Ugh. I don't even know how to talk I like that. I'd watch it. Was that close? <laughs> yeah. You'd watch it? Oh, yeah. Play those
1: drums. <laughs> That's was that? pretty good, actually. Thank you. It's kind of like did it again? Did it again? Play those drums. <laughs> it's kind of you my Garrison s- Keillor.
0: There's syllables everywhere. Yes! Play those drums. <laughs> yes!
1: Right? That's it. That's it. We just we just figured out how to do a Nick Cage impression. That was together. good. Yeah, that was good.
0: Nick Cage is an amazing actor. I think Nick, when he when he started getting famous, he was already forty five.
1: Really? I, no, bor- I'm just Was saying, he born 45? I
0: think he's one of those guys that was born 45 yeah. and has just maintained 45 for the rest of his life. Do
1: you remember that movie, Peggy Sue Got Married? Yes. That's the first thing I ever saw him in. A young, pretty Kathleen Turner before she started playing uh, M- Matthew Perry's father on Friends.
0: Yes. Yeah. How about Raising Arizona? Uh, the
1: classic. That's... But his mouth, he's the original mouth breather. How do do it? A real deviated. Well, try. A real it. deviated septum problem. Uh. Uh, we got to around for the Huggies. That was my raising. <laughs> that was good. No, It wasn't.
0: There's nothing. I want if Nick Cage is if he is the star of the movie, which is every movie. Yeah. Even if he's co-starring, he's a he's, he's the star he's top billing. I watch it. Do you? I don't care if it's the guy, the, 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 the stunt writer. That was a. On Ghost fire. Rider. Ghost, I Ghost don't care. Rider. I watched it and Face I loved off, it. Face Off. Con Air. Face Off. Con Air. Yeah. Everything. And I believe The Rock. The Rock? Come on, <sighs> The Rock is the ultimate guy movie.
1: It I, is. I, that it makes is. sense because I have the exact opposite. Your uh, dad was in The
0: Rock. He was. in oh, the oh, that's, that's Rock. That's the, that's that's the why, shameless yeah. that's very plug. Important. Yeah. But I mean, Michael to play Bean. along. Yeah, to play alongside Nick. And that movie was so damn good.
1: Nick Cage to me is a real. What else is on actor. And I think that's just coming from a female because I'm not trying to watch the movies that he stars in. No offense, I'm sure he doesn't give a shit what I think. Anyway,
0: no, he doesn't care.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't
0: even know the who you are. Family
1: man? Come on. Oh, please, that's classic.
0: How about the one where he was drunk and he was in love? What was that one? Oh,
1: leaving Las. Vegas. Mm. Yeah,
0: leaving Las Vegas. I
1: can't. They're depressing. Yeah, it's boring.
0: All right, what kind of movies are you? Oh, by the way, I'm sorry. Uh, this is the koi pun, and guess who's in here? It's not Dre. It's not anybody else. It's the one and only Gina Grad.
1: I love you, <laughs> and this is, I think, my third time on this show with you, and it's it's a joy. It's fun, right? It's the best.
0: And I feel like what happens is the floodgates open. Yeah. Right? And we just, we just, we vomit whatever we need yes. to say.
1: Yeah. You know what it feels like? It's like tantric sex without the sex. Yeah. There's it's no the sex tantric involved. Tantric talk. Yes. Yeah. That's tantric what I mean. talk. Tantric talk. That's that, the name of our show. Yeah. Well, we don't know anything about tantric, anything, no sex, yoga, none of it. No, I don't really know,
0: but I know I have a friend that does it. Really? Yeah, no, that's what we always oh, say. Yeah, yeah. That tantric talk. We always have a friend that does it. Yeah.
1: My friend told me. Yeah. My th- friend the told union me. of the monkey when they get in that position. Exactly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yoga. I, mean, I can't. I can't get into yoga.
1: Can um, you get into yoga? Have no, you done it? No. I've done. I do that relaxation yoga, which is like you nap, but on like one side and then on the other side. <laughs> But yo, for real, that's it's- called sleepy. Yeah, yes, just, that's called napping. It's called napping on a hardwood floor with some eucalyptus around you. Oh, that actually sounds good. It's pretty good. But you know what? If you're gonna take a real nap, I suggest the Korean spa, like in the in the salt crystal room.
0: Wow, everyone says. You know who says that a lot? Who? Females.
1: <laughs> I'm not joking. You know who specifically talks about that? Female.
0: Female No, I'm not joking. My fiance always says the Korean spa, her sister, Korean spa. They both invited their mom to go to the (gasps) Korean spa. Really?
1: Yeah, and now you're saying it. And then I've heard it again
0: before from someone else.
1: Well I have for some reason an an inordinate amount of Asian friends. We've talked about this before. Yes. And Korean friends specifically, and we always end up at the Korean spa and you have to wear like an old school communist uniform. That yeah, they talk about it. It's like
0: orange. It's like it's like uh, top and bottom. Yeah.
1: But then you get to like lay in clay balls. So it's great. So this is a real thing.
0: Yeah. How much is it?
1: Um, it depends. Some of them are a little pricey. It Can be anywhere from you know nineteen bucks to fifty bucks. Depending on. Okay. First of all, you said expensive,
0: and both of those numbers don't mean expensive, unless you're a homeless person or a twelve-year-old child.
1: I'm a little. That's the only time
0: nineteen (laughs) dollars and fifty dollars are are used as expensive. To describe expensive. Joe, you're when so was rich. All, not, you know what I'm talking <laughs> Never has anyone said that's expensive. And they go, how much? $19. Oh. Like, you didn't even say 20 <laughs> which means you're getting a dollar back. That's expensive. This day and age, Yo. you buy a Venti Frappuccino <laughs> for six fifty, yeah. and you said expensive yeah. massage for an
1: hour yeah. on clay balls. Expensive. $19. Yeah. You asshole. Here's the thing, you motherfucker. Okay, I love go, you, by go. the way. God, I love um, this. I, my, my mentality has changed uh, over, literally overnight, uh-huh. because um, for the last three years, I've had two jobs. I've had a morning show, and I've been on the Adam Carolla show, both- Insanely validating and fulfilling and amazing. I lost the morning show gig because uh, uh, the station is flipping from classic rock to contemporary Christian music. So now I'm looking at everything with a suspicious, budget, discerning Uh eye. Mm, I see what you're saying. Because
0: now you, now the tighten tighten up the belt. Yeah. Uh, But here's the thing this is what I want to tell you about me and my hustle. Please. I don't look at anything as a loss. I look at it as a gain, like especially that. when it comes to money. Yeah. Like, okay, you took that away from me, but guess what? I'm going to double that and do this to make it.
1: Now we created this void for a new opportunity.
0: And I'm a, I'm a big believer in talking out loud. Like, when I say something to you, I'm actually talking to me. And I've been doing that. <gasps> Give me an and example. I've been doing that. Um, God, uh, I'll, I'll tell you. You want a cheeseburger. No, because that's just something I want to eat. I'm saying as if, like, if I were talking about, I want to sell out an arena. That's crazy.
1: That'll never happen.
0: And then I'm like, no, it can happen. And you can do it too, Gina. (laughs) Gina, you can sell out an arena. No, Gina, you can have your own show live. Wow. No, and that's and and, and, and like, I goes, am inspiring
1: way, you. I don't do that once. I do it thirteen times in a row. Fuck you very much.
0: No, but no, but what I'm saying is, I, I think you're misunderstanding what I'm oh, trying okay. to get at. When I'm telling you yes. that you can sell out an arena, which I know you can. Whatever it is that you believe in, or whatever it is that you want to do in life, it will get to that next level as long as you keep thinking that way. Oh man! And when I say it to you, I'm also telling myself that I get. Get that. what I'm saying? Yes. No, I I'm totally get that. I'm using you as my pin cushion. Yes, yes. That You're makes that sense. tomato inside the sewing kit, and I'm just sticking pins the in it.
1: Tomato. And they're
0: very oh. expensive pins. We need those pins to put I a suit together. Yes. So, so we're making a suit. pins,
1: Gina. Hey. <laughs> you <laughs> gotta be careful. You guys, you frivolous. 19, I, that's 19, I know i was doing a show with all sellers today. Excuse me, but. You know what? That makes perfect sense because when I'm giving someone else a pep talk, I always end up feeling better. Yeah. So I think you're absolutely onto something. I'm
0: so happy you said that because that's – this is what I love about Gina, okay. okay, you guys over here. When you talk, you always have a – fun. you find a way to say it smart but also to like someone that doesn't. I, like I don't use words like you. You said inordinate oh. or inordinate, R- What'd you say? How did you say it?
1: An inordinate amount. Amount of
0: Asian friends. Sure. Okay, I just say a lot <laughs> because of Chris. I just say a lot of Asian friends.
1: Right? You chose to use that word. A heap. A heap. Yeah. A ton. <laughs> a metric ton. A gang. <laughs> a gaggle. A gang of a, Asian a friends. A school of Asians. A school of Asians. Yeah. And they could be koi fish. Totally. A flock. A flock. Yeah. A litter. Lots of Asians. A lot of Asians. Yeah. But
0: you chose to use that word. I did. And Thank and, and, and I, I love that about you because when we're Aww. talking, you always do that. You always seem to find a way to like, here's what you're trying to say, Joe, and you insert it here.
1: Oh. You do that on Corolla's
0: show and you do it like when you're with me, when we're talking, you always find a way to be like, you agree, but you're like, I know what you're saying and this is what you're trying to say. So here you go. <laughs>
1: Maybe I'm just trying to make myself understand it better. But either way, I'm so glad it works.
0: It works. Thank you. I think I've given you this compliment before.
1: I will take it again because I have no short-term memory.
0: <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm talking People get so frustrated with me and they go, God, Joe, it's like, do you not remember anything? And it's like, no, because I'm constantly thinking about something else.
1: Yes. You're a multitasker. I'm, like I'm multitasking.
0: I am, and I'm constantly thinking about tickets. I'm yes. ta- constantly thinking about my fans. I'm constantly thinking about a show. I'm constantly thinking about a joke.
1: Well, and you're a self generated man. You're not punching in somebody else's clock and punching out for the day. Exactly. You're constantly uh, creating your own brand. Yes. It takes a lot of energy, a lot. And and I don't sleep. I'll probably get a little more sleep now. But when you're sleeping three or four hours a night and you're working 13 hours a day, the first thing to go is the short-term memory. Yeah. Because you, you, they got to start offloading stuff from the boat or, or it'll sink.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah, man. That's crazy that you're not going to be on that morning show. And it yeah. kinda upsets me that they just because you're changing the genre of music, the talent has to go. It's yeah, like
1: it's it's a it's a whole thing. But hopefully, you know, we'll, we'll pick up another gig. It's weird because I am one of the laziest I was one of the laziest people ever. And then when my motor started going and especially sitting with Adam Corolla every day, one job Seems so lazy. Yeah. I need more than one job. Can you believe that? It's. It, I love it. I love that that's the new normal for me. That yeah. should be the new normal.
0: Yeah. yeah. I, I'm the same way. I can't just sit there and be like, okay, I'll wait for the next gig. I'm constantly no. thinking of other ways.
1: To reinvent.
0: Yeah, man. Reinvent yourself. So good at it. Get. I mean, the more you put out there, the more comes back.
1: And I get worried. I, I would love if you have any advice to break me from this mentality because – I will be my own undoing and it will be because of this. I everyone says you got to have a lot of irons in the fire, you got to have a lot of plates spinning, you got to have a lot of balls in the air, pick your own cliche. And I'm thinking, no, one thing at a time is good enough for me. I'm afraid that if I have too many offers and I, that's my should be my biggest problem. If I have too many offers and then I'll disappoint those people that I can't do this. So I'll just focus on that one thing and and hope that they want me. That's not a good way to think, right? I
0: think okay, there's there's pros and cons to how you're thinking because I agree with you when it comes to when you when you try and satisfy
1: everybody else right right? yeah, which is like my biggest that's that. No, but I will disappoint one of them.
0: But then, but see, sometimes we have to just be like, no, I don't want to satisfy everybody. I want to satisfy me. Right. And I used to do that a lot. So I get where you're coming from because like in my, in my position, I was always kind of like giving out like, you know, you can come on the road with me and you could do this for me and you could do that for me. And I was multitasking because I was trying so hard to satisfy everybody else you
1: were like hammer with those 60 dudes on stage I,
0: no i'm not joking i really oh was God. and then uh, one day i just woke up and i was just like well wait a minute like what like, i don't think these guys even give two shits about <laughs> me they're kind of just using me which is fine i want them to use me but then i was like wait a minute if i just spend the same amount of energy that i'm putting out yeah and put it on me yeah. i feel like i'm gonna get a lot further a more return and more return yeah and i'm not trying to say like I, I just went. Everyone's fired. I just noticed that, like, when I notice that, that I'm not really benefiting from this, right? This this situation that we have, this little relationship yeah. that we have, yeah. you and I. I notice that there's more of a benefit for you. Then you need to go figure out what it is that you want to do for yourself.
1: Absolutely, you become more. And discerning. I'm going to take that
0: energy back. Yes. Oh, that's and I'm going to go to someone over here that's actually not only concerned about me, but they're also concerned about themselves as well.
1: That's and that's good. the
0: person I want to fuck with. Like Adam doesn't have time to fuck with a bunch of people. No. Adam has one thing on his mind, and that's this empire. Yeah. And if you don't want to fuck with him, you can go.
1: Well, and that's the way I think of Adam. I always think of him like a speeding train. And if you're trying to get on that train, come on board. Yeah. and help the you know, help shovel coal, and you but gotta but help his train exactly. And he'll help you in the same in exactly. return exactly. You, but you're not gonna try and take over the uh, engineer no. up front. And say I want to go that way. No. Yeah. Exactly. But that yeah. that's the that's
0: the crazy thing. I, I wonder if that's a cultural thing. Wow, I just we just went from one thing to another. I'm wow. sorry, but is that a cultural
1: thing? What do you mean? Because like,
0: I come from like this old school mentality. Like my mom and my dad are kind of like you know help help people that want to help you. Right. Always say thank you. Right, me too. Always, you know what I mean? Like treat and, everyone and, equally. And, and not only that, but don't do it because you're trying to get famous for it. Do it because it's coming from your heart. Right, sure. And, and and I think that's a cultural thing. Like now these millennials, like mm. it's all about like, yo, like, like Joe's famous. Well, how do I? Get, I want to be f- right. How do like, you How do me- I get there without doing the 30 a- years worth of work?
1: Exactly. And that's why whenever anyone asks me, so how'd you do it? I'm very, are you? Is everyone sitting down? trepidatious to um to to answer that question because i always preface it by saying this is how i did it it was a super zigzaggy road Uh it is not a map to follow it just happened to be my experience
0: gps can't help you (laughs) gps would be like i don't know where you're fucking going
1: yeah Yeah. but in defense of millennials really fast and maybe it's not i don't know but you know uh, some shitty um but I always think about this. They did not raise themselves. No. So whoever did the parenting uh, needs to take a look in the mirror if they don't like how their kid turned out. I like that. Yeah. That is true. In general.
0: That is true. But I will say this. My son, oh, I like that. You're right. You just called me out on my own bullshit. Oh, no.
1: Is he the worst? I love him. I've met him several times.
0: I love my son because he's caring. Yeah. And he's got like that, that, that's from, you know. That's the
1: coy side. No, no, that's from parenting. That's good
0: parenting. That's good good culture, and and I get it. But man, there's this lazy side that I see the millennial side, and I'm just like, is he? Is it a
1: millennial side? Is he just a kid? I was a lazy sack of shit until like ten years ago, and I was an adult ten years ago.
0: I was hustling when I was like 14.
1: Yeah, so let's put it this way. I wanted to be an entrepreneur when I was, say, in fourth grade. Uh So, And this was like when scrunchies were hot the first time. So I would sit in the basement at my mom's – in our unfinished basement with my mom's sewing machine and toil and make – Dozens of scrunchies. And I was so excited. And then when it was ready to sell them, I couldn't remember if I was supposed to charge more than the materials cost or less. So I don't really have an entrepreneurial (laughs) brain. (laughs) So you're pretty much handing out
0: free scrunchies.
1: Correct. I lost a lot of money in the scrunchie trade. But you knew that there was an art and a
0: business (laughs) in the scrunchie game. You just didn't know the business of it. I didn't know if I was supposed
1: to give them away and then hand over a couple of dimes extra. And when I was in kindergarten, um, wait,
0: how old were you with the scrunchie? Game? Let's not leave 11, this. Let's not leave this scrunchie 10? topic. Let, let's not leave it yeah. real quick. Let's just stay there for a sure, second. Sure, let's
1: do it. All okay. right, so
0: you made it. You yeah. got the material. Yeah, rubber bands,
1: material, sewing stuff. You
0: didn't. You didn't uh, add uh, the hours of work that it took no. you to make it. So Who you didn't know, know about that, labor. You didn't know that labor was no. a cost. You didn't know the material and how to figure out the the cutting
1: the pr- up good t shirts that my mom freaked out yeah, because I yeah. needed strips of fabric for my scrunchies. Yeah,
0: Led Zeppelin. World Tour. <laughs> yeah. uh, they're not selling Except that anymore. pictures. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but that's a kick-ass scrunchie.
1: Totally. But yeah.
0: here's the thing. You were handing them out for free, right? Yeah. Basically. I didn't know which direction. But is that a bad thing or a good thing? When you're, how old were you? You're like you were 10. 12, 10? Look at me. How many hats did I make today and how many free did I hand out? So
1: many. Exactly. And I love this hat. I never want to take it off. It says JK on it. It's your hat.
0: But, but what I'm saying is you were right. You were on the right path. Yeah. You just weren't ready for the business that was about to come in. Oh. So you hand them out for free. That's your free advertisement. You cut your advertisement cost in half, if not 100%. Because the people that were going to wear your scrunchie were going to talk about the scrunchie. They're going to say, this scrunchie was amazing. Who made that scrunchie? You're not going to believe it. But this 10-year-old girl that cut her mom's shirt up <clears throat> fucking made it. Well, I want 10. Joe,
1: you just didn't wait for it to you're come right. back. Joe, I don't know how you did it. But you just built a motherfucking time machine, an emotional time machine. We got in it. We went back a few years, and you fixed my childhood. Well, I think you it, healed my past. I
0: think what happened is, is you thought that what you did was wrong, but what you did stupid. was right. It felt and you gotta, stupid. It felt stupid, yeah. but you got to understand, your hustle was right. Wow. Oh, and know. that's what makes you the hustler that you are today. <laughs> I love you. Does it's this good. sound like bullshit? No. Or am I right?
1: You are. You are seriously healing me. Right now. No,
0: because you got to understand that, yo, you should be like proud of that moment instead of disrespecting that moment yeah. in time. Yeah, you should be like, brand awareness. No but, no, but am I right? She was 10 making scrunchies in yeah. school. Yeah. yeah. I was, I was really picking my nose and figuring out how to eat it without my mom catching yeah.
1: it. <laughs> oh my God. I got thick throat thinking about that. But I, that, that really means a lot to me. I really appreciate you that. You should
0: understand the hustle and don't dis- disrespect your game. Understand you on, the hustle.
1: You're on point at 10. I didn't know. Um, that How many so damn businesses sense. were started and, and failed? Right. Before, like, come on, man. Yeah, and Adam, Corolla always talks about, you know, you, if you're always in what's in it for me mode, then your life is never truly going to take off. Yeah. And so when you, when you do things, when you invest, yeah. like you're saying, it pays off. So. It pays off. Pat, Divi- pat little jean on the back.
0: Dividends.
1: Dividends.
0: Is that how you say, it? is that how you say that word? I
1: think so. Yeah. What are you talking about? You are a thesaurus. You're a walking thesaurus. Well, Joe, is that the right word? Yes, I would like to point out that you are being very loquacious, and I think it's why you have such a successful podcast. Wait,
0: loquacious is like licorice, right?
1: Totally. You are being such a licorice.
0: What is loquacious?
1: Like very verbal, very talkative, really paints a picture with your words. That's good, right? Yeah.
0: It's not like an R&B singer or anything? Yeah. No? Oh. Yeah. Hey, girl, I just want <laughs> you to know, you're very loquacious.
1: Isn't it, put your hands together for loquacious. loquacious. Yeah. Um, can no, I, yes.
0: Remember the scrunchie story. Okay. That's chapter one in your book.
1: I had no idea. Remember that. Thank you. Some, Thank you.
0: Whatever it is that you're you're about to blow up on and, and sell a million tickets for or sell a million items for, I want you to always remember, I've been doing this shit since I was 10.
1: Joe, my changing. first business venture was
0: 10. Yeah, Girl, I can remember every single one of my hustles and not one of them were a failure. I never looked at my hustles as a failure.
1: What was your oddest hustle looking back and be like, where did I come up with
0: that? The, the oddest hustle, yeah. like uh, as far as comedy show, In anything, my oddest hustle is when I, when I tried to convince a Filipino student, exor- a Filipino student Organization FSO uh, in I told you the story right, Chris, in UNLV to to try and get me Bobby Lee and Mark Fernandez to come and do a show. Mind you, this is before Mad TV and before I had any TV cred. I was just like an open micer at the comedy right. store, and I never seen any comedy uh, Asian comedians before. And I ran into Bobby Lee. And I was like, "Yo, this guy's funny, but no one knows about us. Right. Like the only Asians that we knew were like Margaret Cho, mm-hmm. uh, Pat Morito, uh, wow, uh, uh, Henry Cho. Uh, I mean, there's a t- there's a lot that I can name, but at, at that time, right. but they weren't like they were household. Yeah, right, right, right." Anyways, what I'm trying to get at like Dr. Chen, Dr. Chan uh Dr. uh Ken Ken Ken, Ken, Jung. Ken Jung like you know what I mean those, those weren't house like no one knew who we right. were and and literally we're at the open mic part of our career and I and I looked at Bobby and I was like, "Man, if I get a show together, will you will you come to Vegas and do it?" He was like, "Yeah, man, I'll do it." Like he barely had like 20 minutes on him. Wow. And I and I already told him right there it was at the it was San Diego Comedy Store and I will go I'll give you five hundred bucks I didn't have money I was working at you the, were
1: paying him out of pocket yeah I
0: was out of pocket I was working at like a I was like a tour guide at the Siegfried and Roy Lion Garden what? Dolphin Habitat yeah and I promised him like five hundred bucks I'll get you a room at the Excalibur and uh and I'll fly you out it was like just to get Joe. him out was like 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 fifteen hundred bucks Holy and you know shit. what I did I. I by the way, this Filipino student organization didn't even sponsor me because I needed a sponsor to comp the room at the, uh, the at the college. If yeah. I could get a, a, a group of students, like some type of organization that's in the college to sponsor, I would get the room for free.
1: Wouldn't that be the whole point?
0: Yeah. But if you didn't, you had to pay. Right. Like oh, if what? you're not going to the school, I had right. to pay. Oh. And, which was like two grand or something like that to rent out this hall. Oh. Even if you made it a free show for the students, they didn't care. So- They said no to me, this Filipino student organization. I was like, dude, this would be a great opportunity to get diversity into the college campus. Like you guys got to see this guy. He's funny. I'm funny. And and we can open it up to the public, blah, blah, blah. It'll be a free show. You can put your name on. All I need you to do is sign this paper right here. And they wouldn't sign it. Oh my God. And I was dating this white girl at the time and she had this uh, fraternity cat that was working with her at the ticket office. He was like, I'll sign it. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> he didn't give two shits. So you just needed anybody. Yeah, oh I just my needed someone God. to sign that
0: went to the school so I could do the show. How
1: dare the Filipino student union not sign this? I was so mad,
0: right? And this guy, this fraternity, not only did he sign it, but he made his, the the sorority come too. Oh, that's crazy. and no one came to this show. And then when they signed it, I even went back to that Filipino student organization. I go, look, I got my, my girlfriend's friend to sign it. But please just come and support us, man. Yeah. We're up and coming comics. There were, I'm, I'm Filipino. He's Korean. I got another guy, Mark Fernandez. He's Filipino. Just come support us, man. None of them came. Oh my Not God. one. And I even put out 800 chairs because <gasps> in my mind, I thought it was going to sell out. I thought it was going to be packed. Show. I go, it's a free show. Just come check it. And no one came. And the only ones that came was my dad, my sister, and uh, uh, like a, a friend of mine from work came. And, uh, and of course the comics. I, and Bobby to this day still makes money. He's like, hey, thanks for putting out a thousand seats, bro. <laughs> and I remember I, was, I looked at Bobby. I'm sorry, but I'll still pay you because I got sponsors to pay for the show. I went door to door and asked for sponsors. You Joe. know what I mean? Like, yeah, man, you, I made a you program. Don't know I made how... a program and I paid for like oh each page. God. A full page is 200 bucks. A half a page is 100 bucks. And I had to sell like, I remember I, I had to sell the back cover for 500 just to pay Bobby Lee to come out. It was crazy. And I went to Kinko's and stapled it together. I did all that shit just to do the show. This
1: is so monumentally imp- – this is TED Talk impressive. Isn't that crazy? This is seriously the kind of stuff that people need to hear. Because they don't know that there's hustle before all no. this that happened. You fell out of the sky and fell into uh, – you, you. they think you – what is the phrase? You, uh, you walk up overnight. on third and think you hit a triple? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, and, it doesn't is, work that way. It's so
0: funny because – you know, to this day, Bobby always makes fun of it. But Bobby, he's like, you know, he, he loves it. it. No, but not only that, he remembers that moment in his yeah. career as well. And I remember we were backstage and I was like, well, let's just, because, you know, it's a student, it's in the student union. So, yeah. And I'm just like, hold on, let me let me ask some kids out there to to come in. And I was just trying whatever I could to fill those seats up because it was embarrassing. Because I remember, sure. I remember he goes, how many you want us to put out? Like 200? Like the, the guy that yeah. lined the chairs? I was like, man, fill that shit to the back, bro. In my head, I thought everyone was going to come.
1: But that is such an interesting insight into you, because in your mind, you are willing to put out the work, put out the money, because you yeah. know, you don't have room for doubt, or nah. why do it?
0: Why why do it? Why why take the risk right. when there's no reward?
1: Right. And and the best part of the story, to me anyway, the, the part that helps me, it will help me in the future, I know it, is you weren't devastated by that, uh-huh. so you went and uh, worked at TGI Fridays, and we don't know who you are. Uh-huh. So what was the second...
0: Hold on, can I tell you the best part about yes. this? Yes. This is the best part. So... Bobby doesn't give a shit. None of us actually gave a shit. Because as long as there's like five breathing bodies, we're going to perform. Sure. And Bobby's going to get paid. Mark's going to get paid. I was going to pay them. I had the money. I didn't care. I, I sold enough ads for it. Oh my God. And then uh, and I didn't want any money. I just wanted to like, establish some type yeah. of name in Vegas. And like get maybe started. this could be a, a regular thing. And, uh, and then no one was there. I remember my dad flew. Because he lived in Phoenix and he flew oh, and he brought – oh, that's another person that came. His flying partner came because like, they're, they're flight attendants and uh-huh. whoever he was flying with, he was like, hey, come see my son perform. Oh. It was completely empty. They all sat in the front row and I was like, yo, let's just do it, man. Let's just go. Uh, and I remember I was doing the the order. I was like, Mark, you open and, and then uh, Bobby, you're second. I'll go after you. Like we did the whole like oh, how wow. the show's going to go that's and good. who's going to get lit. And there was only like five people. We treated it like a concert. That's amazing. But here's the best part. Before we said – like let's go that fraternity walked in and i you know i wish i could remember his name i'm gonna find out his name because i'm gonna hug him and kiss him because he was a nice guy man and and they he brought his whole fraternity it was like 20 dudes and they all had polo shirts in tucked (laughs) into their like khaki shorts and they all came in and then the sorority came and they all sat in the middle and i remember 50 people i remember my eyes lit up like yeah thank you jesus like they're going to see comedy. And you know what happened from that Gina? What? This is the best part. Here, you know what? I never told this part of the story because I totally forgot. Um we all had great sets that night. We it was a fun show. Those those shows usually are the best best shows because it's like fuck it. Let's right. just whatever. Right. Not only did like we have a good show, but whatever I forget his name. I god, I, I got to find his name, but the next time you're on, I'm going to tell you his name because I will get it. I can't wait. And um he started booking me for his fraternity. Every year, you know, they do the, you know, the new, uh, the kid Chris, what's it called when the, well, did you know when the guys that try and join the fraternity? Oh,
1: hazing or rush or? Like rush. Rush, yeah. rush week? Yeah. Like rush week, So yeah.
0: the rush, they would always, this fraternity would always do like a rush week for the, <laughs> all their new uh, kids. Members. members, members yeah. the new members. And they would throw a show. And I was the guy. That's awesome. And he always asked me to book it. Every year for four years. Dude. Yes, what do you got? So that that was whatever happened that night, that, that was everything to me because that was supposed every to happen. year and they paid me my two grand cause he, he, yeah, grand, paid me two grand. Two. Yeah. Which was a lot of money. Back lot, then. Lot and of then money I gave now. it to the other comics and then, you know, I pocketed whatever I could at the end and. And every year he asked me to do the show.
1: That's incredible. Yeah, man. And you never got, I mean, because look, 50 people were there and it saved the night and it was a fun, great night, but you had 800 chairs out. I had 800 folding chairs. If you were a different kind of person and there are many of these people, you would have had such PTSD from that experience. You never would have gotten back on stage. ever again. So what is it? What is it about you that made you get up the second time?
0: I wanted to be a comedian. I wanted to be a household name. I knew I was funny. I knew I had what it took. I knew just watching TV and seeing other comics doing the Tonight Show in my head. I was like, you know, I should be there. I, I should be there. If he could do it, I can do it. Yeah, there's no reason why I'm not there. And I was like, I'm, I'm destined, man. I will do whatever it takes. I rented out theaters. I rented out. I rented out so many theaters that it got to the point where the, the, the casinos were like on me about it. Like, who's this kid that's selling out that theater? Because the mind you, this is this is nineteen like ninety one, ninety two, ninety three. Like Vegas, it wasn't Vegas like it is now. Right? There was a boom because of the the Mirage and Treasure Island. But like when you went to Charleston, there was nothing being built down there. There was nothing on Charleston no. and Maryland Parkway, the end of Las Vegas yeah. Boulevard. That was like. It was a stratosphere. It was disgusting down yeah. there. Yeah. No, you know that area. Oh, and yeah. It, you know, that's where the, the hookers and the crack was. And that's where the theater that I was performing <laughs> at. I had to hire extra security because people were so scared to go and park their car at the Hunt Ridge Theater. So,
1: where was this money coming from?
0: I hustled, I did not give a shit. This is what I did. I would sell because this is when I knew that uh, I could sell tickets because I was performing at the MGM Grand Catch Catch a Rising Star, and I was always opening for these comics. and The and the manager would always give me a stack of two for ones. He goes, "Hand them to your friends." And I would notice on the, on the weekends, everyone's coming to see me. They're not there for the headliner. Wow. Those are all my two for ones. Yeah. So I, in my head, I'm like, "Well, wait a minute. I'm making a thousand dollars for 14 shows, or I can do one show and make all this money that I just gave the casino." Yep. And that's, that's what I math. did. I found I found the theater. It was a, it was a shithole. <laughs> I swear to God, it's still standing there. It's like a national. What is it called? Like a, a historical, historical landmark? Area. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it literally was a movie theater from the forties. Oh my god! And, and, and then they turned it into like just this theater. But I mean, it's beautiful. But it's in the heart of the ghetto. And uh, and I'm telling you, man, I I I started getting. I would sell these tickets. They were 15 bucks to come, but I would always do two for ones because that's what I always did, right. two for ones. So I was like, just but here, 15 bucks, I'll give you two tickets, man. And I would do it. And I would tell them, I would hand them to people. They're like, oh, I don't have the money right now. I'm like, here's two tickets. Uh, the show's <laughs> November 15th. Yeah. I know you're good for it. And I swear to God, like clockwork, I would walk up to everyone I gave those tickets to. I go, yo, it's November 15th. I need that money. And I don't care. And I don't care if you don't go. I need that fifteen bucks because I got to pay the comics. And I swear to God. And I always say door to door, like like when people interview. Oh, you did door to door. I didn't mean it. Like I went door to door, (laughs) like a vacuum salesman. But what what that meant is when I handed out those tickets, I would literally that day go to everyone's door. I did not give a fuck. And, and I would get my 15 bucks. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I had to pay. I had God. to pay those people. See,
1: I would say it's a gender thing, but I know so many badass bitches. I'm just not one of them. <laughs> yeah, I would, you I are? Would ta- no, I would talk. I'm the one who talks myself <laughs> out of the negotiation with like the scrunchies. I just, I don't have, I, I want to have more of that moxie. Yeah. Yeah. And you, man, you got it.
0: No, you got it too.
1: Well, my dad has
0: it too. Yeah. It's just how you choose to use your moxie.
1: Yeah, that's true. Like like I ch- the easy way for me to shake uh, down people for money is when it's going to somebody else, like yeah. charities. I will hustle, I will demand, Isn't I will threaten crazy? if it's for, you know, the children's hospital, if it's for cuz love to do a lot of charity work. Yeah. I have no problem shaking people yeah. down. But if it's for me, it's like, well, am I worth that? And I need to start getting more in that mm-hmm. mindset.
0: I told my son that I go, you you are your own worth, man. Yeah. You know you your, set own your worth. Market
1: price. You
0: set your market price, man. Exactly. That's yeah. a good one. Tweet that.
1: that I actually think I stole that from Teresa Strasser. Oh, Thank really? You, Teresa. Well, then just
0: shout her out, but t- tweet <laughs> it again. Yeah, Keep saying that because yeah. it's so true, man. A lot of people dumb themselves down or yeah. uh, devalue themselves. Yes. It's like, no, man, you're worth more than that. Yeah. Remember that.
1: You are. Oh, man. So right. Dude, and I
0: remember. I remember the day I was. Man, this is about you. I'm no, not here to talk I love about me. This.
1: this is. This is good for
0: me. This is really good for me. I remember the day I when I was on uh, the road. Okay, and you know these comedy clubs, these improvs, You know they start turning comics into just uh, merchandise. Right, basically, right. they don't really sell the name too much. Though they pretty much sell. The restaurant, the
1: package, yeah. yeah
0: there's dinner and there's right. a show right. and uh, there's two drink minimum right. and you know blah 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 from the Tonight shows here. So you know, bring five people yeah. and then it devalues the yes. comic. Yeah, your added you're not, value. Yeah, you're, you're not you're, the reason. You're coming. a McNugget is what you are on the menu. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And you can Just get extra one. sauce with yes. them if you want. Yes. And I remember I was in Tampa. I know exactly where it all went down, Gina. Tell me. I, I, I remember I started feeling a spike in my in my. My attendance, I could see it like I felt it like I knew these people didn't need two for ones to come here. Like because I got a lot of people coming up to me at the end of the show going, I love you on Chelsea. Oh, my God. I love your special. Oh, my God, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, "Okay, hold on. These aren't two for ones. These are fans. Real fans. So why did you guys give them two for ones? Why are you doing a comp night on Thursday? I can get them here. And, and I remember telling – it was in Tampa, Florida, and the manager's still there to this day. And I remember – I swear to God. I remember this like it was yesterday, Gina, because it, fir- it was a Thursday, and he comped that room. And I walked in there. I go, don't comp this room anymore. Stop it. No more two-for-ones. Do not do – not, uh, uh, you know, Undervalue. No, no, no. Don't, don't let anyone call in right. and say, can I get a two-for-one right. and say yes. right. There's no two phones for this show. What did he say? He goes, you're going to lose a lot of business, man. I go, I don't care. If I have to play to 20 people, then I play to 20 people.
1: And, he, and that's he what happens. He doesn't seem like he has a ton of business sense because you well, don't think he'd be pushing the comps.
0: No, no, no. No, he does have a ton of business sense oh, because you're he the wants McNugget. the comps.
1: Yeah, right, right, right. He wants the comps. You get He him wants at the bar to fill and, it to the rafters. Right. And
0: then I got to struggle with a bunch of people right. that aren't really there for comedy. They're just there to drink. Until they can, and, yeah. Yeah, do day, uh, go nightclubbing. clubbing. Right. They, they, I didn't want that, and I told him no, and, I, and it, it hurt. It hurt for like the first year, and then it just started – like the, those people that came to that show on Friday, the following year, they brought two or three more friends, and I just – I built it. Wow. I remember doing Houston, and there was literally – you can ask Ray. He's, he's the manager there. On a Thursday night, I swear to God, there was about nine people in that room, and he goes, can I, can I do comps? And I go, no, <gasps> no comps.
1: God, I'll play see, the six. That's awesome. And, and and
0: what I had to do for that risk was, uh, I had to take away from my guarantee and go of to a course, percentage. Of course, because they didn't want to guarantee that. No, they're like, would well, they? why would we guarantee this when there's only six people? How are we going to pay you? Right. I go, all right. Well then, let's go to percentage, baby. Let's go.
1: Yeah. So, so I, you were getting paid in baskets of fries. For I a while. was
0: getting ba- baskets and fries and free unlimited Coke. Wow! Because they couldn't even split the percentage on me on a Thursday <laughs> because there was nothing to split.
1: The, the actual paper the check was printed on yeah, was man. worth more. Yeah. And you had the long see that's that's another thing that I, I want more of. You had the long vision. Yeah, man. You knew where you were going exactly. and you knew how to get there. Yeah.
0: And I'm not saying like I was going after the money. No, you you have a value. Yeah. You have to tell. These are your fans. So what do you want them to be? Do you want them to be, oh, that's Joe Coy free night, free comedy night on Thursday? Cuz right. that's literally what you're doing. Right. You brainwash them. It, it, you teach them that. Right. Why are they going to pay $35 next year when they got it for free on Thursday? Absolutely. And, and I, I'm worth 35
1: I'm worth more than $35. I'm worth $5,000. I'll give you $35 now and you know a $19 spa. That's a lot of money to me. <laughs> yeah, that's and great. You know, I I yeah. think it was Trent Reznor. You maybe Chris maybe you know this. I think it was a Trent Reznor theory or Quote or whatever, saying you focus on the like ten percent uh-huh. of your fans. Yeah, you know everybody else is a fair weather fan. Maybe they'll see maybe they won't. But the ten percent of the hardcores mm-hmm. will go anywhere, will yep. do anything, will buy anything in order to have that connection with you. Yeah. And you don't take those people for granted.
0: Don't take them for granted. And I also like because I know they're listening. I have a lot of hardcore fans out there, and all I'm explaining is the hustle, yes. the grind. Yes, in no way am I am I talking about how to get an extra buck because I can give two shits about the extra buck. It's not, that's not what I'm trying to say. What I'm saying is if, if, if you have any talent, because I have a friend that can paint his ass off, like his, and I'll shout him out. His name's Alex Roman. And you can go to his uh, IG account. It's at donkey boy, D O N K E E boy. And, and look at his artwork and you'll be like, wow, your mouth will drop. Yeah. And there was a time where he was like, yeah, yeah, I'm doing it. Uh, uh, I'm going to paint this because he talks like that. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'm going to do this one painting for uh, my friend, man. And uh, he he owns a restaurant. And, uh, and I go like, how much did you charge? He goes, oh, no, 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 I, I didn't charge, man. And I'm like, bro, you can only do so many free paintings. Yeah. You can't. You, like, bro, look at this work. That That's a Picasso, man. You're a, you're a Picasso. That's yeah. not bullshit, man. Like, you're not tracing. That's your blood. That's your sweat. That's your tears on that wall. Make him pay for it. There's value to that painting, man. Let him pay for that. yeah and and, I, I, and 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 finally he got it, and now he charged it. now, look, he's in Houston, like killing the game, man. Oh, people so...
1: oh man, he's yeah. and you know what? the best advice I could possibly give, and it's not even good advice because it's so hard to get and depends what you need. But the greatest thing that ever happened to me personally in radio. Was getting an agent. Yeah. Because for me, it's focusing on the craft. It's focusing on being present. Yep. It's focusing on the right questions of editing yourself of all these things to do what I want to do. And then when the negotiations start, I sign that shit in tears yes. because I don't have the wherewithal to start that, pro- to negotiate, to come back hard. If there is somebody in your corner that when you say Deal handshake. You get the fuck out of the room, and then <laughs> yeah. it's taken care of. That yeah. is the greatest thing that's ever happened. It's to me. the
0: best thing, isn't it?
1: Yeah, because it lets me focus on the work. It lets me focus on the product, yeah, which is me. And then once it's time to start looking at you know stacks of paper, I get to walk away, and it's the best. It's thing the that's best ever happened. feeling
0: in the world. Yeah. It's the best feeling to because everyone always says, "Yo, agents are slow, so slimy." And no. it's like, listen,
1: you get yourself phone in your first, corner, man. First of all,
0: they're not slimy people. <sighs> That's their job. Yeah, their job is to protect their client. Yeah, and you know who they deal with—the slimiest, sleaziest fucking people out there. So they gotta <laughs> weed them out. They gotta weed them out, and then they gotta talk their game. Yeah, and you want the best talker. Yeah, you want 100%. that guy. You want that guy that's gonna be like, no, this is my client, and this is what you're gonna pay.
1: And you know the greatest thing—I I have the best agent in the whole world. I'm, I've worked so many years to get him. I was so great, to, grateful to finally land him. When he negotiated. Ha, 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 art yeah. on my behalf. When it was done, the people he was negotiating with was like, damn, what a nice guy. Yeah. So he never saw yeah, guy. Yeah. you know, he's just a good people. People want to yeah. work with him. And another thing I always tell artists of any kind, remember this, people go, Well, if I just get it, how do you get an agent? An agent. Takes 10% of your money. Yeah. They're gonna do 10% of your work. Exactly. Ninety percent. The almost hundred percent of that is on you. You, Betty. And you you catch the fish, you reel it in, and when you've locked down the deal, you say to your agent, All right, help me close this. Help but me that close is it. not their that's job, not in not my opinion. Job. That, I, that, that's,
0: oh my god, man, I wish we had more time because that is exactly that's the the mentality of everyone that comes into this game. Yeah. They don't understand that. They think oh, I I just need to hurry up and come to Hollywood and get an agent. That way I get work. It's like, no, you don't get work (laughs) from your agent. You get your work. Your agent makes sure you're not getting the wrong work or getting screwed for your work. Right, yes. Protects your work.
1: And whenever somebody says, you know, I'm aspiring or I'm this or I'm that, because we all were at one point, um, and they say, you know, how do I get an agent? My first response is always, replace the word agent with a really good teacher. Yeah. So you're not coming in here fresh-faced thinking that... You don't understand the game. We're not living in an 80s movie. This is really, really tough.
0: Yeah. I will say this, though. It is like Field of Dreams. Mm.
1: So good reference to an
0: 80s movie. You want an agent, you hustle and work hard, they will come. come. They will come. Yeah. They'll come a knocking. Yes. But if they're not knocking, you might want to fucking fix your...
1: You might might want to
0: fix your talent. You You might want to change your your career. (laughs) If you're always asking, how do I get an agent? You might want to think about your talent real yeah. quick.
1: You're right. You're absolutely right. And I, you know, again, we didn't fall out of a tree and, and land in these chairs. Mm-mm. I've been working in LA since 2003. Yeah. And um, and and I never wanted to quit. I go, you know, I go, screw it. I don't want to do it anymore. Well, do you want to start this podcast with me? Yes. So I just, it was a <laughs> knee jerk to stay in the game, to do what we were doing. Yeah. And that's just it, like you. I never walked away because I couldn't walk away because just being a part of this life was too tempting, was too fulfilling, was too satisfying, no matter how broke I was. The worst was getting hate mail, hate tweets, hate email from people who figured, well, she can handle it. You know, she's sitting in a a bed of cash. I was living in a studio apartment, fostering disgusting feral cats in my kitchen in Echo Park, (laughs) asking gang members to kindly get their big gulps off my fucking car so I could go to work. <laughs> In the middle of the night, yeah. it was a horrible existence. Yeah. Literally, I think I've said this. On and they never see that. No, they never
0: I would see sleep
1: that. at night, and the music across the hall would be so loud. And I swear to God, I would sleep so horribly because the dudes smoking whatever they were smoking next door saying, uh-huh. "Let's wake up the white bitch." I and remember you saying every this story. Night, yeah. I was terrified. I was living alone. I was depressed, and I couldn't stop trying to hustle because I knew that's why I was here.
0: Yeah.
1: It, it, people don't understand. They don't we understand did not. That. We did not start doing this yesterday. Nope. And every once in a while, you get a crumb, and when you get that crumb, you stay hungry. Yeah. And then we get to sit here and do this.
0: And I will say this: that crumb is delicious. It
1: is so chocolatey it's good. It's so.
0: It's Nukety let me Center. let me explain to you guys what that crumb tastes like. It's whatever you like whatever flavor you like yeah. that's the crumb you're gonna taste
1: it's like indica and caramel
0: Ooh, that's what you like i mean i would Mine's like dark chocolate and like sometimes sea salt
1: sea salt yes, too, I, a, sugar. Uh, in
0: a bed of uh, like uh, like a chocolate chip cookie like want, a dark oh, yes. chocolate chip cookie yeah, with I want, sea salt on i change
1: top. mine i want your crumb
0: isn't that a good crumb yes yeah, and i'm I, getting I, that on that crumb I, I mean, <laughs> hear your yeah your crumb. what's your crumb oh that's it right there that's your crumb too oh, yeah what's I'm your salivating. crumb Oh, uh, I would go for a nice uh, pack of some In-N-Out spread. Yeah, In-N-Out. <laughs> you are talking about the monster spread? <laughs> the, spread. the Thousand Island, Thousand Island. Yeah, is there're there Thousand Island. There're Thousand Island. Yeah, that's that's Not still, Hidden Valley, Valley ranch. The, no, That's the only nah. Thousand Island. The, yeah, cuz it, yeah. it comes in a ice cold chilled uh, st- like like metal tin it's got or what is it like dice stuff? What is it a pouch. Yeah. I remember when they used to add to just the packets, the plastic packets, oh, and yeah. they were like, too,
1: "This is too too many people. Yeah. Want. We got to switch over. Yeah,
0: to, we got to switch over to yeah. the monster size. You
1: give me that crumb, I'll eat it.
0: Yeah, that that sound you just made—that's <laughs> yeah. what it sounded like when you squirted it onto your fries. <laughs> make that sound again. Go go. <laughs> yeah, monster fries. Mon- is it monster style? Animal style. Animal style. Yeah. Whatever. There you go. That's good stuff. That's a good crumb. Oh,
1: well, I know. I like that.
0: <laughs> I want everyone that's trying to make it in this business. Okay. And I, this is my little bit of Please, advice. I'm not from saying... A,
1: from an incredibly successful comedian, no, no, no. yes. No, but, really. But
0: all I'm saying is, one, if they're not knocking, just keep doing you.
1: Yeah.
0: It, they'll come. I swear to God. And, and this is one thing they always fail to remember, man. It's like when you sign to an agency, you basically just gave 10% of whatever you make yeah. to that person. Yep. So what? You're happy that you signed to an agency? But yet your agent isn't even calling you every day. But every time you go and grind to get your own gig, you have to pay that person 10% because you signed. That's dumb. That's really stupid. Don't sign with an agent until you start banging some bucks on your own. And now you need help to protect you. Exactly. You need an
1: agent because you have so much work, you can't juggle it alone. No,
0: And you need a guy to protect you. Exactly. And believe me, when 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 you find that agent that comes knocking on your door, like God, I want to take you to that next level, and you see the passion in his voice, you're going to be, or her voice, you're going to be like, "That's my agent." Because when they look that's at the you, they
1: should see dollar signs. Yeah. that's the whole point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're a product, and you're a good enough product that they think they can sell you. Mm-hmm. So don't take that person. That's not a bad thing. That's, that's a, a great thing. thing. That's, that's the a- business we're in. That's
0: a business
1: frame of mind. Yes.
0: I wish I had a big th- 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 thesaurus like you. <laughs> and mind you, I wasn't acting. He wasn't, I really stumbled on that he word. He
1: wasn't being pejorative when he said that. What the fuck is pejorative? Right.
0: Is that when you don't like another race? Yes! Pejorative?
1: See, you're smarter than you thought you were.
0: That is what that means? Pejorative?
1: Yes, Google it. Swear to God.
0: You're being so pejorative. Yeah. Where did you
1: get this? It means you hate Scottish people.
0: Where- <laughs> Where did you get all of these words? Where did I, they come from? I
1: don't know. It's, this is going to be the, literally the dumbest thing I've ever said, and I'm so glad it's being recorded. I love words.
0: Make that shirt right now. <laughs> I, want, I do. I want you to make that shirt and sell
1: it. That is the new
0: Gina Grad shirt. Chris, are you going to get on there on this? Oh, I just got the domain. Yo, get the
1: domain. <laughs> gov. Yeah, I love words. I do. I love I, I Write always that have a down. Why are you not?
0: I'm writing it down. God, you're making me so mad I love right you. now. Is it I heart or I L O V E words? No, I L O V E. How about if you misspell love and that means you just don't even know fucking oh, that's words good. for words?
1: L U V. L U V words. W E R D S. Yeah. Yes, that's sell good. it. That's good. Sell it. Okay, TM, TM, everybody, Words. TM. We're already doing it. TM.
0: Words. That's the new shirt. That I is the new that. Gina Grad shirt. That's going to be sold here at AdamCorolla.com. <laughs> and and Adam gets a cut of this because oh, this sure. is his empire. Yes, it is. You Joe. buy the shirt at cost or what? Five dollars a pop. You sell them for twenty. You split the fucking profit with with uh, after the, after the cost. You split yeah. the profit with uh, with Adam. Okay, done. I love words.
1: This is Boom. great. You're That's great. That's a cool
0: hoodie right there. That's a cool hoodie.
1: It's good for English majors. It's good for rappers. It's, everybody wins. It's,
0: everybody wins. Plus, it's you. Yeah. That is Gina Grad.
1: Yeah. Wow, Joe. This was so
0: fucking fun, girl. Look at my hat. Do you not? Do you see a new era label on there? No. It says, you know Koi it, it says Joe all over it. says Joe everywhere. Yeah. Because why am I going to go and sell my hat to somebody that's a fan of mine? Yeah. And then when they open up that hat, it says New Era. Now they became a fan of New Era. New Era ain't paying me. New Air is not paying for that advertisement. You are smarter than the average bear, baby. That's a good quality hat this on is your a head. Great hat. And I inspect all my hats. I'm not joking. Personally, no. I they, I get a you know everyone gets a sample. Yeah. You know when when you go and and, and get your stuff done, sure. they go here. Do you want to put it on? And I inspect every hat. Yeah. And I'm like, that's the hat I want. That one right there. How do I make this a Joe Koi hat? Cut all those labels out. Whoever makes that hat, I will buy that hat at cost. Whatever it costs them to make, I will pay and give them a little bit of profit. Now make that a Joe Koi hat. I want my label on the outside. I want my logo on the front. I want the lining that 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 gets the stitching that cuts your head. You know that stitching, that wire stitching. I want to cover that with a Joe Koi (laughs) ticker tape because that is a Joe Koi hat on your head.
1: All right, and it's quality all the way through. It is, and not to give you too much of a rub and tug, but here's the deal, Joe. This Everything you've said today, you gave away for free. And anyone who's listening, if you're not listening closely with a fucking pen and paper in your hand, <laughs> you are messing up. Joe, this is stuff that people pay a lot of money mm. to hear people talk about. Yeah, man. And you're giving people a roadmap. And I am so grateful that I happened to be here today so we could talk because uh, you know, I learned a lot.
0: Oh, I love you. We I should end on too. that note, but I just wanted to say one more thing. Sure. Um, it, the secret is real. You know what I mean? Like, you know, the secret. Right, like Everyone the, always brags yeah, about the secret. The oh my God, I need to go board, get the uh, vision board. Yeah. Uh, manifestation. Right. And, uh, you know, uh, let me go buy that at Barnes and Noble, the secret right. DVD and watch it a hundred times. Look, the secret's out. Everyone knows the secret. <laughs> it's not a secret. Anymore. That's the cool thing about the secret. Everyone knows it. It's who wants to use the secret. Yeah. Do you want to use that information? Because that's something inside of you. The secret is, is do you want to use that information? A lot of people don't want to. Are it you? takes a special somebody. I'm yeah. not saying I'm special. We all have it. It's just some people just don't want to do it. You're right. And My dad wanted to be a pilot. Yeah. He became a flight attendant. And it's not because he was lazy or whatever. He was, he was scared. He didn't want to take that right. risk. Right. He kept doubting himself because he wasn't good in high school with his grades and he can't go to college and blah, blah, blah. And it was like, that's fine, dad. But he still got his private pilot's license after he was that's like 50 hot. something. That's you know what I mean? Hot. Yeah.
1: Because it was in him. It was in him. but He just couldn't pull the trigger on the full. Yeah. Can I tell you a quote that um, my therapist told me the other day yes. that uh, I think you might like? I know it kind of changed me right now from just personal stuff. Yes. She said, um, "She says, you know, everybody always says, oh, when one door closes, another door opens. And how yes. annoying that is to yes. hear. Yes. She said the reason why that's such an annoying phrase is because they forget the end. It's when one door closes, another door opens, but the hallways are hell. That's so good. She's amazing, and I so like people down. don't want to go through, walk through those hallways alone, man. No, they don't. And if you can just muster the courage, muster the faith to walk down that scary dark hallway, there is, yes. in fact, another door. There is another door. Yeah, that's. Oh, I love that. That's good. I love that, She's, man. I love hearing yeah, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, me too. That one really got me. Mm-hmm. You really got me. Hey, man. I got. I love me some Joe Coy, man. Yeah, just do it, man. <laughs> Do it. Know who you're surrounded
0: yourself with. Yeah. That's another thing. Like who you surround yourself with. You know what I mean? It it doesn't, you want to surround yourself with millionaires and go hang out with millionaires because you're going to become a millionaire. I swear to God, I swear to you. Because millionaires have their their focus, man. There's a reason why they got those horse flaps on. That that fucking yeah, horse, that thoroughbred, focus. is running down that goddamn track, and that horse doesn't give two shits about the horses that are that it's racing with. Yes. It's got one thing on its mind: get over there. Yes, and that's exactly how you got to be in life. Amen. You got to be just like that, man. And I'm not saying and it could be anything. I'm not just saying millionaires. You want to be a baseball player? Then be. You, if you're around baseball players, around people that love baseball, yes. you will be in that game. Yes. Yes. You will do whatever it takes to be whatever it is you're passionate about. You know and, what I
1: mean? And the first step and the hardest step, and Adam talks about this all the time, the people he feels the most sorry for are the people who don't know what they want to be. Yeah. So you spend some time, you figure that out, and then you get to start living. Yeah. This was fun. This is great. <laughs> so self-indulgent. This really helped me a lot. <laughs> guess, guess
0: guess what Chris used to always say to me. Well, No, Chris told me, and I think he told me this off studio, and I hope, I hope I'm not... Fucking this up. But Chris told oh, me God. that he was a big No, you told me that you're a huge Adam Carolla fan. Before he got the job here. Did no, you? No, that, that, that was amazing. He's not anymore. Damn it. The wrong <laughs> guy. All right, so mark that at fifty two, fifty six. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was you. you know no, what? no, that was Gary. Gary was the big fan. So it was yeah. Matt. Oh yeah, big yeah, fan. yeah, 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 It was Gary. I
1: listened every morning.
0: I think it was Gary I was Gary talking was to. A he, was, fan. he was a big fan. Yeah. And then
1: like, you know what I mean? He he
0: he had that vision, like he took that I'm risk. Gonna work here. I'm i I'm a find a way to get there. Yep. I, if I got to sweep a car, if I got if I got to clean a car, <laughs> mean if I got to <laughs> c- sweep the, the the fucking whatever it is underneath the car. Like,
1: no, Adam does that, which yeah, is so odd.
0: But you know what I'm getting at.
1: I do, and it's true. I'm it's sorry absolutely if I true. turn this
0: into like uh, you know motivation Mondays or whatever it is that everyone. You're hashtags,
1: apologizing but... for changing people's lives. Are you
0: insane? <laughs> uh, you know why? Like I said earlier at the beginning of this yeah. pod. I like to say things out loud and I will say it to you because it only reminds me that I have to do something extra when I get home tonight and I'm going to be on it. Like my goal is whatever goal someone else made ahead of me, that's surpassing me. My goal is to pass them. It's like, we're on the same fucking freeway, bro. Yep. Let's go.
1: And when they say, you know, you're successful when your heroes become your uh, peers. Oh, that's dope. Something like that. I like that. So that's the thing. You know, the fact that I get to hang with the great Joe Cole, ah! I would never say I get to hang with the great Adam Carroll, because that would be inferring that we were peers, which I would never do that um, because <laughs> I, I told him uh, even to this day, we've worked together for almost three years. If we didn't see each other here, if we were out in public, I would still go up and introduce myself to him because that's yeah. my mentality.
0: Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Give me a high five. I love you. I love you. More. I love words. I love you, Chris. <laughs> Kalen, I love you. I love you, bud. This oh. was a really fun pod. Yeah, man. This is how it's gotta be, man. I feel refreshed. Like hey, take take whatever you can get from whatever you want from this pod. Yeah. I loved it. I love words. That's the new I shirt that's coming out. That's the new shirt coming out. And I swear to God, that's coming out. I'm stoked, dude. It's no, fucking, we're, yes. we're making this okay. shirt. I'm waiting for the scrunchies. I don't <laughs> want It's going to be on a good, high quality cotton yes. tee. Yes. We're not going to have a fucking American apparel label, even though they're not even in.
1: in no, uh, they're out of the business. But it's
0: not, we're not going to have whatever it is, brand name that made that shirt back there. It's going to be cut out because we're going to pay 10 cents extra to cut that out. And we're going to silk screen Gina's new brand on oh the God. back. Of the sizing, you know, the size on the collar. It's oh, going to have nice. Gina, it's going to have Gina, Grad, whatever. Can I tell you what G I, and G brand.
1: Oh, oh, G squared,
0: yeah. G squared. Yeah. G squared! Write that down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got it. This is the new shirt you guys. I this has been you. Gina Grad and she's going to be uh of course all every every episode with Adam Corolla and what yeah. else we're going to see you live with Adam where? Uh
1: uh what, what, we is this out now, yeah? What yeah, are, yeah, Tuesday
0: okay. Tuesday at the uh, Ice House. Yeah,
1: so Tuesday at the Ice House then we're we're going on the Corolla cruise which god I wish you could go on. I know. You got to go next time. It is so much fun. And uh I'm not going to say if, I'm going to say when I get my uh next gig, I will let you know where that is.
0: Let's do it. Yeah. Uh Gina Grad not only is she uh, amazingly funny, uh, amazingly beautiful, mm-hmm. uh, amazingly talented, but she's got a shirt coming out. <laughs> so make sure you guys write that down. We're going to have a pre-sale code pretty soon. We're going to have Adam Carolla rocking it, my head and uh, and it's going to be amazing. Uh, Chris, I love you. Kaylin, I love you. This has been a fun pad. Uh, yeah, man. Oh, this is my boy, okay. Manuel. Talking about Talk about a cat that wants to just... Make it in this game My boy just signed a huge deal with Columbia nice. And this is his album right here Panda, Paris, listen to it, download it I love you guys, Joe Coy I thought well that's ironic Cause she looked royal But I pay no mind cause she was acting like she needs me I thought I had no time so I would make her way Yeah Now who'd have thought that she would walk away from me I'm sleeping on her now I'm wide awake I miss the days when she would say she needs me If I had the time with you again I would like to be way more than friends Girl, if you give me a second chance Then I'd say yeah, 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 yeah. I could fly you out to
1: Paris Yeah, 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 yeah Okay